0: content discussed on this show is not necessarily the opinion of the cast of Spiritually Raw, and topics quite often are for mature audiences only. So, if you happen to have your 13-year-old listening in, that's your problem.
1: Hello, everybody. How you doing? And welcome to Spiritually Raw. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And thank you for tuning in today. It's another great show. And I'd like to welcome you to, again, Spiritually Raw. And we're here today with Juan, our engineer. Thank you, Juan, for keeping it all together and also commentating Sarge Brown. I'm sure we're all getting to know Sarge really well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you can also find us here on Anchor FM and BBS Radio. Anchor FM, you can always find us on and BBS Radio every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, if you do want to become a featured guest on the show, just go to spirituallyraw.com and just click your submission in there. It'll take you down a little survey. It takes a few minutes, so fill it out. Don't be lazy and uh, get in there. And also, uh, if you want to, for those of you who are looking, a lot of people have been asking, you know, April, about having their own show?
2: We get it all the time. All the
1: time, right? Like they're like, how do you guys do it? And, you know, it's a great way to, you know, get your message out there and really build a loyal following. So if you are looking to want to have your own show or have any interest in that, obviously you can reach out to us. We'll give you some direction there. But you can also join a group. Uh, we have, which is Facebook at spiritually raw, and join our Facebook group Secrets to Radio Riches. And remember, you're only one show away. Thank you, Juan.
2: <laughs> you almost got that right, Jay. <laughs> almost, I know. Well,
1: at least he listened. <laughs> it's uh,
2: Facebook forward slash spiritually raw, and if you want to join the private group, it's Facebook forward slash. Radio riches. Can't you take that you part over? You were so close. Can't you, you just so take close. that part You're over? It oh this gosh, time. that's
1: so painful. Every time I'm saying that, you do, you do it. <laughs> I thought,
2: well, I'll start right. doing that. All right, up. Right. Right. You want it? Well, do you want to hear who's up today? I would love to. Yeah, we okay. have two awesome guests. Um, first up is going to be Marilyn Hughes. But before we get to her, I'm just going to give you a quick little brief on James Hy- Hy- Hyman wider, weeder. Jay, help me out there. I'm Was witter. It? Witter, thank you. Remember, he's uh, witter. <laughs> yes, thank you, James witter. witter. Thank you. James lives on a path of ascension and spiritual enlightenment. He practices yoga and tai chi, and he does it because he wants to awaken the DNA activation to interact with higher densities of God source consciousness. So this should be really, really cool. But first up, we have Marilyn Hughes. And This may take me a few minutes, but trust me, I went through all of her material yesterday. And if I were to actually even touch on like a quarter of her bio, I'd be talking till tomorrow. That's how extensive it is. So I tried to shave it down, but to give you, you know, an overall, let me tell you something. She has quite a history. So Marilyn Hughes has taken the out-of-body journey way much deeper than most people beyond the um, initiations into the mysteries and just much, much further. Further, She has over 32 years of experience and, believe it or not, she's had thousands of out-of-body experiences. She's authored over 100 books, 40 magazines. She has 18 CDs on out-of-body travel and she also... Um, has books on comparative religious mysticism, which, you know what, I can barely get through writing one book. I don't know how that in the world. She's written hundreds of books, but God bless her, she has. Uh, she's also been included in the Encyclopedia of the Unseen World and was a subject in several research studies. She's been on countless. She's, she's a media pro. She's been on Joan Rivers. She's been on uh, Raymond Moody. She's been on Coast to Coast. And uh, she's also been featured in a documentary, The Road to Armageddon, a spiritual documentary. She's the founder of the Out of Body Travel Foundation. And uh, her mission is to reduce spiritual and physical hunger worldwide.
1: That's Let's welcome Marilyn to the show. Hi, thank you. You're welcome. How was that intro for you? Did I I even do
2: you justice there, Marilyn? I I was going to say, I was like, wow, thank you. Oh, good. (laughs) Phew. Can we bill for that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Can we bill for that? My God, that was great.
2: (laughs) You don't even know. Trust me.
1: (laughs) I was listening to that. I'm like, I don't get that damn intro. Just look her
2: up and you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. All
1: right, Marilyn, 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 this is great. Out of body. Oh, I'm I'm actually so excited about this because I think. I knew you would be. Yeah, I think I'm having these kind of experiences myself, but I'm not really sure. So maybe you can help clarify for me and probably sure. others that are doing this. So um, let's let's go right into it. So how do you tell the difference between an out-of-body experience and a dream? Well,
0: dreams are things that you experience uh, in, in a less conscious way. If you have a full-blown out-of-body experience that is fully conscious, it will be so um, mind-blowing. You you won't have any question in your mind of what it was because you're going to literally be entering into like a vibrational state, you're going to hear the jet engine noises, you're going to actually have your spirit separate from your body. However, there are different types of experiences that people will have in the dream state that can be aspects of of only partially remembered out-of-body experiences, so I often try to classify it more in a simplistic a more simple way which would be you know people have different types of dreams and then different types of -of out-of-body experiences so in the dream arena people have the the general dreams that are just working out things that you did through your day and those are just your general dreams but then people will have what are called lucid dreams which people have a little bit more direct control and there's some type of spiritual import. And then there are a profound spiritual dreams where people know that they are being instructed. And those are very often part and parcel of an out of body experience that is only being remembered partially. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. So, so where does astral traveling come in? Is that with the lucid dreaming is that connected to out of body? Is that your dreams or how does this all work, really?
0: Well, astral travel. Just if you if you want to get very uh, technically clear, astral refers to the fourth realm, and we live in the third dimension, which is overlapped by the fourth realm. The astral dimension is kind of like the shadow realm of the third. So, if you're just being very, per, you know, perfectionist about the terminology, astral travel would be speaking only of travel that would occur in the third, the third and fourth realm. And um, out of body travel encompasses traveling there, but traveling in the higher realms, the lower realms, and the intermediary realms. So, and there's an infinite number of all of those. And so, um, truly, uh, you know, truly a multitudinous number of places and existences. So, it, out of body travel is a little bit more clear that you're speaking of traveling. Um, anywhere in the universe whereas astral travel is really only referring to the fourth realm even though there are a lot of people who don't understand that difference and they may use the terms uh interchangeably but it doesn't specifically mean the same thing so
2: then if you are out of body travel if i'm understanding you if not correct Uh me does that mean that you have just taken off to some place way beyond lucid dreaming and way beyond um uh what was the other one i just said lucid.
1: Uh, out of body experience well,
2: well no yeah so so when you're in the out of body experience <laughs> is that like accelerating your lucid dreaming um no but
0: um well one of the things that is hard to understand until you start really reading up and seeing how deep the out of body travel journey can go is that you you know you start out Uh, the out-of-body experience with some of these basic things about, you know, learning how to get out of your body and how to move in your spiritual body, how to go through windows and doors and walls and stuff like that, moving through physical matter, how to fly, how to, uh, you know, and eventually you have to learn to move through the corridors because there's a lot of different corridors that help you travel. But that's like just the beginning. That's just like the... uh, that's just like you know, driver's ed. You let, know
1: what I mean? <laughs> so, Marilyn, Mar- let me ask that, you this. I'm gonna I'm gonna share sure, I'm gonna share an experience, and I want you to, if you can tell, <laughs> I'm glad you everybody enjoyed it. But I want to share a uh, experience of like you know what I went through, and maybe you can help me pinpoint what that is. So, um, sure. so I think I've had these out of body experiences, mm-hmm. right, where I feel like this fluttering, like all of a sudden, like a vibration, like I'm ready to take off, kind of thing. And then then okay. I then I take off, and it's like I'm aware of that, I'm alert, I'm awake, and then it's like I literally feel like I can fly, right? And then, um, right. and I'm doing these things, and I think about where I want to go, and I go to that place, right? And I just fly to that place, and and I'm, and like I feel like I, I literally feel like I can physically touch things, like I'm actually feeling them, right? Um, right. And I, and, I, and I don't really think it is a dream, and know Now, well, here's what scares the hell out of me is getting back in. So when I'm coming back in, then I then something triggers me, and then I wake up, and then or or I'm am I'm alert of it, and I'm like, oh my god, I I'm, I'm there, I know I'm I know I'm gotta get back in my body and now how do you how do you handle that part of it is that like a sleep paralysis or a night terror or anything like that let me
3: jump in there real quick jay you know what that's cbd's that's cbd's right there so, like the oil uh you gotta slow down on that <laughs> <laughs> uh whatever what what is he
0: referring to cbds what are cbds what what is that uh, terminology referring
2: to like um the cbd oil you know like uh the cannabis oil oil
1: doesn't get you high no (laughs) No, they extracted everything man they already extracted you should have known by trying to smoke it sarge come on now. i was gonna say actually this is a very common
0: problem especially in the early stages of -of out-of-body travel and um it's really almost universal. Most people will have fears like this one, and there are other fears that people have too. Um, I wrote uh, two books that I usually recommend for people who are just starting out, and this is for people who may not have had any experiences too, and a lot of our readers end up having experiences just by reading them. But there's Come to Wisdom's Door and The Mysteries of the Redemption, A Treatise on Out-of-Body Travel and Mysticism, those are the two books to start out with if you're just wanting to get started. But in Come to Wisdom's Door, a lot of those questions will will be answered in more depth about the fears and how to deal with them. There is a process that you go through in meditation while you're conscious, Jay. And what you want to do is you're, you're literally disciplining your mind to be aware of the fact that you are going to experience the fear, but what you're going to do is, you're going to discipline your mind so that you're going to have a different reaction to the fear Mm -hmm. because what happens if you have uh, the fearful reaction, which is a completely normal reaction to that and many, uh, many other things, but also if you get really excited or you know like let's say you just run into someone you really love who's dead and you know if you get really oh my gosh you know
2: yeah i've had that happen multiple many times
0: oh yeah right back into your body Uh, so you know fear absolute excitement and so what you're going to be learning to do is meditating when you're not in the out-of-body travel state and you're going to literally reprogram your thinking of uh, realizing that
2: there's no reason to be afraid. Um, so
1: you see how Marilyn's hypnotizing me right now.
2: I know. So, because that happens to me a lot that I'll see my mom or my dad in my dreams or my aunt or my uncle. So are you saying that's actually having an out of body experience? Not that I'm lucid dreaming. Well, not necessarily out of
0: body travel, but if you're seeing them in your dreams, it's very possible that these are visitations from some of them. Oh. So they could be real visitations. Do you have like a fearful reaction and all of a sudden?
2: No, I get super excited. And then it's like I want to hold on to that feeling and being so excited, sometimes I'll lose it. Okay. And so then you're popped out of the experience. Right, exactly.
1: you mind, I don't know so anybody, So what actually. that would indicate is that you're possibly having
0: um, a partial memory of an out of body experience and then yes, you're having the the excited reaction which throws you right back in. Throws you right back Cause, you know, in. Yeah, because if you're having just a regular dream and they're visiting you in the dream state, you're not as likely, even if you get real excited, um, to you know be thrown out of the dream. You'll be you'll be able to continue with the dream as uh, if you get excited in a dream. But if you're getting thrown back out of it, then it's probably a partial memory of an out of body experience with with them at those Mm. times. You you know what,
1: Marilyn, when I when I have that experience and, um, you know, when I come back. And I don't know if this is the intended experience of, because the number one, I don't even try to do this, right? It just kind of happens and, you know, it just like right. said, scares the hell out of me, but I'm getting a little bit more used to it, I guess. <laughs> but, but I when I come back though, it's like, I'm infused with all this knowledge. Like, where did I get this from? Like, how do I know this? I mean, is that the intended That's in, intent that part that, of the out-of-body experience when you, so you have the
0: vibrational experience, you have the the sounds that you're hearing, and I'll just give you a quick overview. The vibrations that you're feeling are coming from the body. You're switching from the vibrations of the body to the vibrations of the spirit. The sounds that you're hearing are switching from the vibrations of the physical realm to the spiritual um and then one of the next things that also occurs is that you are then kind of like funneled right into the mind of god and all of a sudden you understand mysteries of existence that you would you would never understand in the physical realm and so that's what you're experiencing
2: there and what's yeah, it's such a beautiful thing that's so cool struck, it, yeah it? and a lot of a lot of the experiences i don't know if jay experienced this,
0: as well you're going to feel the unconditional love of god as well but like things that don't make sense to us down here when we're in our physical bodies all of a sudden the the um the greater mystery behind it as to why it's happening
1: and everything just makes sense hold on hold hold hold, hold that thought for me marilyn we got to take a quick break and get a word in for our sponsors and we'll be right back i want to finish that thought of what you were saying there and also get some comments from our panel be right back everybody by Meredith Sisko of the Oscar-nominated film Winter's Bone. Carlisle's poetry tells about his own struggles with bullying, abuse, and growing up gay in the rural Ozarks of the 1960s. Carlisle Tom's graphic historically and spiritually oriented novels are about trauma survivors, addicts, and those who overcome to find a better way. Learn more at CarlisleToms.com. That's K-A-R-L-Y-L. Hello oh, and
3: welcome to the Ancient Future of Food. I'm Sky Cubby, founder of Medicinal Foods, your source for the highest potency, highest quality medicinal mushrooms, tonic herbs, living greens, which my daughter actually loves, 10 veggies, 4 grasses, fermented. We have the coffee break, which is a coffee substitute that actually tastes like coffee with chaga, reishi, and maca, and some amazing chocolate that has the shaman's blend, which gives it a mood-enhancing effect, and so much more. Check out our products at medicinal s.com.
1: all right everybody and welcome back to spiritually raw thank you very very much yes 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 right back at you right back at you okay so before we go to our panel, real quick mail i want to uh, you, you mentioned something and, and that is the feeling that i get is um you do man you're so free it's like when you're in that and it's you euphoric. don't it is so euphoric yeah. it's like you you're like i mean you're like grinning from ear to ear and you're like oh, i can fly i can do this and blah blah blah. and then all of a sudden then you're like oh it's like when you notice that you're out of your body or whatever that is Then that's where it's like <laughs> It really is. It's that feeling out there. Uh, Sarge, Sarge, your, your thoughts on this out-of-body experiences, or are you still smoking your CBD pipe? It, it, you
3: know, it, I know, huh? <laughs> you know, my thoughts is, is this, man. Like it, because actually Jay touched on it when he mentioned, you know, getting all this additional knowledge and everything. So um, is it something that someone should seek to do? Uh, so that they can gain knowledge that they may be wanting to know or to achieve
0: oh absolutely um, you know one of the th- one of the ways that i put this is that every time you're going out of your body and as you're trying to expand the journey into the higher and higher realms you're bringing a little bit back from heaven to earth so mm. every journey that we take we're bringing that energetically or at actually with some type of specific knowledge or something that we have been shown or taught but it's it's also energetically what we're doing but one of the big the big factors that i teach in my books is the path of purification which applies to every single human being on earth this is the reason that we are here incarnate in the in the earthly realm. It's to go from selfishness to selflessness, which is what Jesus Christ told me in a near-death experience. But I'm simplifying it, but in, in my books, you'll follow through how each of us has to undergo this path of purification because we do reside in the third and fourth realm, which is the mortal realms, where the battles between good and evil go on. Can, can I ask
2: you that, because I've heard that multiple times how, how do we reside in both the third and the fourth would it be one or the other how do you end up in both well the
0: third realm is the third dimension which is where we reside physically but the overlapping realm is the fourth realm which was the astral plane ah. and every existence that we have is like a circle and part of what you're doing as you experience out of body uh, travel is that you're expanding that that spiritual circle. So let, if you take a circle and you put a line in the very center, our third dimensional existence would be the bottom part of that circle. The upper part of that circle would be the spiritual part of our existence. Many people do live entirely in that bottom half of the circle, but in order to be complete human beings and in order to be instructed properly in what we are to do here and what we are to attain and achieve here, we have to bring those two halves of the circle together. When you actually progress further and further into the path, that's going to be much more than the third and the fourth realm. It's going to be, it's going to be, uh, you know, hey, we're here in the third dimension, but that that spiritual realm will encompass an infinity of realms, and so you are being informed by higher and higher, uh, knowledges and higher and higher light beings and so that's very very important but one thing i was talking about with the um the understanding of what we are doing here in the purification journey you know we all are living here with aspects of good and evil within ourselves and outside of ourselves and that is what we have to come here to uncover we are on a karmic pathway all of us have karmic issues that have to be resolved you can call them karma uh, depending on what religion you're in, you can call it sinful natures. If you're Buddhist, you can call them fetters, which means attachments that we have to things that hold us down to the earth. And so, what these things do is keep us from high, uh, you know rising to the higher and higher aspects of existence. And so our journey here needs to enter into that purification phase in order for us to bear fruit. And as we do this, we actually throw off the weight of our soul. And that is how we then become capable of traveling to higher and higher spiritual realms of light, but it is also the way that we actually graduate from this realm eventually hopefully when we leave the planet and maybe it'll be for the last time, um, so that we don't have to keep doing this again and again, because one of the things we definitely do see, whether people are reincarnating here or reincarnating in other purgatorial realms, we are very, are we
2: in purgatory? This
1: is a purgatory. Yes. The third dimension is purgatory this particular planet is a purgatory
0: and most third dimensional worlds are purgatories, but there are many, many, many different purgatories. So people
1: go through different purgatories, not just here. So we're in a transition phase between heaven and hell right now. Is that what we're, we're at right now?
0: Um, We are, we are in a purification phase, which is, that's interesting. You could sort of call it that, but you know, when you're looking at a, a purification realm. We have aspects of hell that exist in this realm. We have aspects of heaven that exist in this realm. And each one of us is responsible for choosing what it is that we bring here. You know, uh, like you can look at different parts of the world and you're going to see that we have hell on earth and we have heaven on earth. I was just going to
2: say that. Hey,
1: you know what? I would like well, to um, ask should, it's, I, real... it's
2: my turn. All right?
1: Well, you can't you, oh My gosh, you're always cutting on me.
0: But
2: she said about ten <laughs> things that I can interject on. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> you 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 have had a thousands of experiences most people are lucky if they have one or two do you have you trained your mind and your body to instantly be able to go into this out-of-body experience and if so can other people do it at will
0: um eventually yes but not really, I wouldn't say totally at will, and you wouldn't want to do it totally at will because you want to surrender this to God because it is a gift from God. And when you allow God to guide the experience, he knows more of what you need to know and what you need to see and understand than you do. And in fact, the experiences you will have will be so much grander because we as human beings are so limited in how we view and see things. We're, we're just going to come up with something Kind of lame and stupid that we want to spend our time doing, but if we surrender the gift to God, He's going to show us something more, much grander and much greater than what we could think up, so we want to surrender the gift to God, but yes, we train people, I do spiritual counseling with people, and um, the majority of my readers, when they read my books, they start having experiences, Mm -hmm. and then we can start honing them in, and you'd be surprised how many people uh, start having experiences, uh, uh, just like I am, you know, um, and
2: maybe they're, you know, a couple decades behind, but they're going right along the path. And all her books are free, free, free. Imagine that Jay. Wow, wow, All wow. that All that valuable information she's giving to the entire universe for free, everybody.
1: <laughs> so James, James uh, Hellman, are you there with us? James Hellman Witter. you there, James? I'm here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Wow. So James uh living on the path of ascension and spiritual enlightenment. What's your thoughts about what Marilyn Hughes is saying here? Do you do you feel that there too from your perspective?
4: Yeah, it's uh beautiful what she's articulating.
2: It is. It is, isn't it? She does have a great way. So Marilyn, before you go to bed at night, what do you do or what can you tell our listeners? How can we start to begin to train our mind and body? Like what what, what is your routine at night? I want to I know how
1: to come back. Forget about that. <laughs> I want to know how to come she already, back. She already told you. How do you come back?
2: Well, She said, don't get excited. Oh, and don't be scared. Excited. Oh, well, yeah. Don't
0: get excited. But how do you come back? Um, ironically, you answered your own question, which is think of coming back. Think oh. of coming back. Anytime you wanna go anywhere, you think of that person or the place and as you've experienced instantaneously, you you are taken there. And so if you're like, oh geez, I'm back to my body. It's like, you need to think, I need to get back to my body. And in fact, ironically, in some respects, when you're having that experience where you where you're afraid, that's partly what's happening. Because as you think it, so it is. You right know? that
2: makes sense so do you have a yeah. ritual do you have a ritual at night before you close your eyes is there anything you say or do i have quite a i i'm pretty
0: uh yeah i've got a pretty extensive thing that i do now um but it doesn't have to be as you know
2: as as extensive as what i do now but you know let's hear what you start- do i want to know what marilyn hughes does <laughs> Well, I do it now, but you know, I've done
0: different things throughout the years, and of course it changes, it changes all the time, Um, but I have a series of different prayers that I pray, Um, I I have a a calling that requires me to do a lot of prayer, so I just finished up a month praying for the souls in purgatory, November is a month where we put a lot of prayer towards the souls in purgatory. So I'll do a lot of prayer, uh, pray a lot of rosaries, pray you know, the St. Bridget, the St. Gertrude prayers for the souls in purgatory. Now we're entering into Advent. I'm going to be doing the Franciscan crown rosary um, for Advent. Um, but I'll do a lot of different prayers, not just those, but um, a lot of different prayers. I usually engage in a lot of meditation. It's really important uh, for people to... Uh, when they are able to make time for meditation during the day that is separate from when they go to bed at night and this would be the kind of meditation where usually i would be emptying my mind completely and focusing entirely on the breath it's probably closest to the mindfulness you know meditation technique um i have um i have around me where i sleep i have
1: holy water oils and salts um, you got the whole getup, huh? Ain't
2: nothing getting in her, in her, in her way. No, no, No. she's like blocked out all the negative, and she's only welcoming the positive. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, good, for
1: yeah. good for you. Yeah.
2: There's, there's crucifixes
1: and you know. So garlic. Like, we got yeah. garlic and stuff too. Chili
2: peppers. Chili peppers, <laughs> peppers
1: garlic, <laughs> really bad mushrooms, <laughs> anything like that. Not Keep away. Anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Keep know, away. Keep away. Holy <laughs> objects. All right, listen. <laughs> so Marilyn, this there's is just. Much- Okay. There's so okay. much to talk about with you, and you know, just unfortunately, not, not not enough time to talk about it. In so, can you tell everybody, give us a good plug of where they can find you and how they get a hold of you? Absolutely.
0: We are the Out-of-Body Travel Foundation at outofbodytravel.org. You can go there, and all of our books are downloadable for free. Go to Out-of-Body Books. We also have the music and the art, which is on the submenu of that. We also have a free course of study that you can take to help you also learn learn the process.
2: Are you listening, wish- Jay? She is literally talking to you because all you you ask these questions all the time.
3: And I couldn't now hear what, what she said the, because when no, no, she was no, no, talking no. to me, you, you cut right off the into there. So I didn't I figure out what you what she yesterday, just said.
2: I said check out her library. So now I don't want to hear it.
1: I couldn't get what she was trying to tell me. You cut me right. You cut her right off. <laughs> I don't think I didn't so. get the last part. I was going to just add, since you're
0: going into James's part of the interview, you know, in uh, in the Mysteries of the Redemption, we do go through the path of the ascension. And so I'm going to be very interested in hearing what James is experiencing. And,
1: and so we will be, everybody. So hang tight. We'll be right back in Maryland. Thank you very much. That's great. So you hang on the line with us, Marilyn. love to get your thoughts on that. And we'll be back with James Witter, everybody. Thank you.
2: you from creating the life you really want reclaim control of your destiny connect to the magic of life best selling author and motivational speaker lisa j crawford uses her amazing life story to strengthen heal and motivate others from her silent screams to self-empowerment to advocate for victims of sexual abuse lisa crawford takes you on an inspiring journey to overcome obstacles and feel empowered to reach your full potential and discover self-love. The greatest moment is realizing that once you are committed, there is no turning back. Connect with Lisa J. Crawford today. Go to lisajcrawford.com. health, have more energy, and love what you see when you look in the mirror, imagine creating your thinner self without ordering special foods, products, or supplements, without an exercise program, and without counting calories. David Mandansky won the 2018 Independent Best Book Award for Diet and Nutrition and developed Create Your Thinner Self. In 2016, David was told by his doctor that he had a 95% chance of a heart attack. During the next four months, he lost those 50 pounds and has kept it off. Learn to stop losing those same 10 pounds over and over with the Create Your Thinner Self program. Go to createyourthinnerself.com today.
1: Thank you very much, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritually Raw. That was Marilyn Hughes. I like that. that. I was, knew you would. I'm, yeah, I'm into it. Well, especially when you experience that kind of stuff, you know what I mean?
2: Right. So now when you ask me a question, I'm going to say, you know what? Call Marilyn.
1: Download. Was she, she, she going to charge me? <laughs>
2: go look at all of her free stuff. Okay. You have all the answers now. you
1: right, got it. Okay, no worries. Right, next okay, up, we up next?
2: have James Hillman Witter, and he is a health coach, entrepreneur, spiritual expert, and artist. James lives on the path of ascension and spiritual enlightenment, He practices yoga tai chi that awaken the dna activation to interact with the higher densities of god source consciousness he's the author of your fountain of youth available on amazon prime
1: all right james welcome to the show brother
2: james james james
4: thank you yes hello hello (laughs) hello
1: (laughs) how are you doing james good
4: I'm doing excellent. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing good. I just had a, an enlightening experience from our previous guest. So that was good. That was good for me. That woke me right up. So, how long did it take you to awaken DNA activa- activation to interact with the higher densities of God?
4: It took about, I would say now I'm 32. I started when I was about, well, the thing is, it's going on all the time. So, this DNA activation, observing it, Uh, because what we observe as a visible light is a very small sliver of what's actually going on all around us and that is God's source consciousness field so dna activation i started doing it more actively in this uh three-dimensional uh around the age of 12.
2: oh he's a youngster
1: so when you talk about dna activation so like let's put this in perspective for our audience Um, just to be able to just wrap their heads around this. What exactly, when you say DNA activation, what are they activating per se?
4: Yeah, so you are becoming more aware of the god Source consciousness field. You are observing the other densities that are going on all around us at all times
1: in the god Source
4: consciousness field. And I guess, does that explain a little bit better?
1: Uh, We're getting closer, yeah, go ahead.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I get it, but the question is, how do you know when you're getting to that point? Because there are lots of people out that are out there that are just starting to dabble in the spiritual realm, and they're not really sure if they're connecting, if it's their imagination, if it's something real, if it's something that their mind is making up. So how do you really know that you're connecting to that higher, higher energy?
4: I would say be a force of love, be a force of peace, be a force of service to others, and enjoy the journey that we all are on in an individual basis.
1: So like, for example, like Marilyn talking about an out-of-body experience, would that similarly, would that have, like, so someone having an out-of-body experience, would that somehow have activated someone's DNA by getting closer to that? That that's
4: that's what I understand.
1: That's what you understand, too. Okay, got it. And you, and you do agree with that then. So having that kind of experience. Now, from your perspective, how mm-hmm. do you, and this is really where I want to kind of tag on what you said, April. So how do you know, like with the out-of-body experience, you get that, you know, wow, <laughs> this is, this is I'm, I'm here. Now, you, you know
2: you're going through you're, it. you're
1: going through something, right? So how do you, with the process that you go through, is that more of a gradual, like, you know, stage that people just evolve into and it's like a almost seamless if you would, or is that kind of like in-your-face wow factor once they've activated it?
4: Well, what it is, is in the visible light spectrum, and actually what I observe in the higher densities is something that I do from the yoga and Tai Chi, but it's actually when the lights are out is when I observe it the most. I can observe it right now, but when the when the visible light is no longer around us, uh, so in the nighttime or in a dark room, you can observe, it kind of looks like an energy storm of, different types of geometric forms and actually if people have done lsd it's kind of a similar uh activation that's actually activating some of your dna it's not as healthy
1: as doing it through spiritual enlightenment that's what
4: happened
1: that's what happened Mm.
2: well that explains a lot on my end thank you (laughs) (laughs)
1: listen
2: listen, i've been to a lot of grateful dead concerts in my lifetime so
1: that would almost make me write a book too
2: yeah (laughs)
1: Oh, thank you. So you you say though <laughs>
2: here's my here's my confusion you interact with higher densities of God Source Consciousness how do you get higher than God?
3: Well
4: no so God Source Consciousness is is what I believe is everything so all of it is a part of the infinite unity of God Source Consciousness field and so what you're doing when you activate DNA you begin to observe. The densities that are going on all around us, but because you're activating your DNA and you're aligning with your heroic probability, you observe the other densities that are going on in a way that is miraculous, joyful, pleasurable, uh, very fun, I would say, too.
1: Hey, Sarge, can I get some input from you on this one?
3: It, well, I mean, you know, it's just kind of like you said in reference to the LSD thing that experience. Um, you know, like that would put you in an out-of-body experience. Now, I'm, I'm still slightly off uh, in reference to the DNA. I know that we're all coming from source energy, and therefore, you know, it makes sense that we have the exact same DNA. But in, in knowing that, I mean, what difference does that make in knowing that now versus not knowing it at all? Okay, that's for me yeah you're yes, the guest so, <laughs> okay. you're
2: up yes. yes all right
4: thank you yes thank you it, it, um, was,
3: the, it was the lsd yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah it was it's um doing it through spiritual enlightenment is much more long lasting and much more uh of a great experience and lsd may be fun i've tried lsd it's interesting but spiritual enlightenment is i would say much more profound and you're actually Becoming more at one with God's source consciousness field. Does that explain anything?
2: Are you a vegan? Yeah. Do you eat animals?
4: James. Oh, yeah. I am a vegan. That's correct.
2: Do you feel like that helps you get to a higher consciousness?
4: Yes. I do promote veganism as a health coach. I do promote veganism uh, because it can do a lot for the planet, for all life. And I think it's a much more peaceful place to be than having to uh, kill animals for their products and exploit them. So I think it's unfortunate.
1: did you um did you say you're thirty two?
4: yes correct. You're,
1: th- you're 32 and you're vegan okay so so that's great discipline brother that really is on that i mean i don't you know i gotta hand it to you so with a vegan lifestyle does that mean no fish no eggs nothing it's just i mean that's nothing alive is that what a vegan is uh, for our audience well, not that i don't oh, know yeah
4: plants plants are alive but i am a vegan that just eats their products so it doesn't i don't
2: what does There's that mean? Beans. I don't You lost me. What do you, what do you mean that just eats the products?
3: Yeah, me too.
4: Okay. So like uh, soybeans, you're not killing the plant by um, eating soy protein or vegetable protein. What'd you
2: eat today? What'd you have for lunch?
4: I have uh, kind of a smoothie routine. Um, I have protein and greens, green juice, organic green juice, organic soy milk. And sometimes I add organic cacao powder. Sometimes I also add apple cider vinegar. That is my main um, diet I promote.
2: You must be fit as a fiddle. Like, do you ever splurge? Do you ever get a craving for a big juicy burger?
4: Not anymore. You what would no cra- what
1: what, what what you do for Thanksgiving? Like, how, like, what did you do for Thanksgiving? What, what was, was your that like? splurge? Yeah.
4: What I did is I, Soybeans visited with my gravy? I visited my family that lives in the area, and what I do is I bring along uh, soy milk and green juice for everyone to share with, but the rest of- well, the wait, 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 hold there. on. Did, did, they,
2: did they like your soybean to share? Did they like it? Were they appreciative of it?
4: Yes. Uh, I would think so. so.
1: We have a
2: nice family. Very that's supportive
4: a supportive family.
2: That's a mm-hmm.
1: heartfelt thing to do when someone because that's not easy to just pull well, that wait, stuff together. So that did, takes a long time. Did
2: you? Do you ever cook holiday meals? Does anybody? Does anybody like rush to your house for holidays?
4: Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> there was a big long pause there. <laughs> see, my um, extended family lives in very close to where I live, okay. and. I am pretty disciplined at this point, but I've not been a vegan my entire life. So I've had the different types of um, meat, there animal
3: products. Do, um,
4: apps.
1: So did, when you became vegan, looks like we're running with this one for a minute, so let's go with that. But when you became vegan, was that specifically, was that for health reasons or was that for spiritual reasons? It was for spiritual reasons. It was for spiritual Wow, that's quite discipline, though. I, no, no, I mean, I listen, a I give, give you a big, a
2: big, yeah. big, big... I couldn't do that's it. That's huge. I don't think I could. Oh. But you know what I'm curious, Marilyn? How does God and the higher universe feel? I mean, I agree. I think when I eat better, when I stay away from... When I eat more greens, I feel better. My mind is more clear consciously, and I go, no, go to a higher level. But does the universe... Do the higher energies really care if we eat something with a face?
0: <laughs> well, um yes I think I think I think they do um, I do think that ideally vegetarianism and or veganism is is really a great thing. Um, we do have to look back though into the you know in the fact that uh, the way that our you know the way that our planet is aligned and stuff, it it isn't always possible unless you involve modern technology you know like if you lived in the northwest as a native american you you had to live off of fish cuz you couldn't grow the kinds of crops you know certain same things like with the areas of colorado or alaska if if you were if you live off the alaskan frontier today you, just, you simply can't grow exactly like you would need to so you have to keep the perspective but I, I do believe yes, uh, and I have been shown that if it's possible for you, that it is it is an advisable path. It's it's excellent path, and I, I um, you know I applaud James for what he's trying to do. But keep in mind also the uh you know the balance, which is that um, there are places on the planet where that would not be an option unless you have the technology to do it. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So I'll buy, I'll buy that.
1: So let me ask you this, from a spiritual standpoint, and then we'll move to the next topic here. Who are you um, asking? Which one, James? So, um, our guest. So is, is that when you ta- when you take a look at the biganism? So even in the movies, you see Jesus on the water, and all of a sudden, he gets all this fish. So how come you can't eat fish if probably from what we understand, one of the most spiritual beings in you know our universe was giving that fish out? So. So, you know, from that perspective, does that um, make Contradict. you, yeah, well, I don't know what contradicts, but did you ever think about it from that perspective that the one of the most holiest beings known to man, uh, you know, gave fish to everybody that why can't you eat fish? Or do you just not want to do it. And that's cool too.
4: Well, the times have changed. So it's true that um, to be reasonable, I'm not saying you shouldn't eat animals, you shouldn't eat their products, but we live in a modern world where you can get almost every type of vegan option or vegetarian option, and I celebrate that. And because you're not killing animals, you're not killing them for their products, which happens all the time, but you're able to uh, embark on your own spiritual unity with because even if we try to follow everything Christ told us, it's a different time, a different setting, and now the times enable pretty much anyone who has modern technology to eat a vegan diet or a vegetarian yeah, diet. Yeah,
2: and you know what? It wasn't polluted back then either. It wasn't
1: That's right, injected with were...
2: hormones and the waters were clean. Hold, hold
1: that thought, everybody. we got to take another break. For our sponsor, we'll be right back more with James Witter, okay? Hang tight. exposure be heard live on hundreds of the world's largest live broadcast stations spiritually raw the ass-whipping truth 1 Shoe. we expose and explore controversial truths myths theories and dogmas surrounding the spirit world and no topic is taboo do you have an amazing or unusual personal story or are you an author expert or authority in ancient mysteries conspiracy theories UFOs aliens world religions or anything revolving around the spirit world if so then spiritually raw one shoe. Be a featured guest, highlight your products and services, and showcase your personality. We book up really fast, so go to spirituallyraw.com and submit your request today. All right, everybody. Thank you very much, and welcome back to Spiritually Raw, James Witter. Okay, so James, we're gonna shift gears there. I think we just got our, uh, you know, we got our vegan, you know, conversation out of the thing. I right? think it's good
2: for her, though. Yeah, yeah, Are yeah.
1: yeah. right, you all good with veganism? All good. All good. Okay, right on. Next one. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about uh, universal healthcare and your views on socialism, James. Okay.
4: Yes. Um, I believe in the modern world, uh, we have enough resources to feed the world. We have enough resources to care for the world. And I believe what we should do is do just that. Care for the care for the people of the world, feed the people of the world. It is true that we should have education programs. So as a entrepreneur too, I promote veganism and vegetarianism, as well as healthy lifestyle choices like exercise and living a path of love and peace. So my views on socialism, I don't know why it's taboo in the United States. Other countries like Norway, Canada, are getting very close to that with what they offer their population.
2: So are you pro or anti?
1: Socialism? I'm pro-socialism. You're you're, you're pro-socialism? So what do you say to these people, for example, like you take a look at France that's on, you know, on the way there and other people at Venezuela. Venezuela and things like that and look at the state of affairs that they're trying to even manage that. I mean, you know, do you, can you give us an example of a successful socialist society that's not killing people with taxes and also, you know, really being able to execute these things free, free, free kind of thing. Can you give us an example?
4: That was a question that I just came up with in thinking about what the world is doing now and what direction places like uh, France and Venezuela are going but it's I just that was what came to my mind that's when what, I was coming up with the questions
1: That's okay. You know there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with the vegan socialist. So <laughs> <it's>, so <laughs> let me Sar, Sarge you have uh, you have literally fought <laughs> and put your life on the line for our country and for the freedoms we have what's your opinion being in the military when you take a look at all this and where we're going as far as socialism and capitalism
3: well i, I mean i'm 100 you know capitalism and uh being in countries where uh you know communism is is prevalent and and everything it's it's kind of like i mean even though our system seems broken um but i believe that all of it it's still a opportunity that in um where everybody is given the same thing i just don't think it it works effectively because it just makes uh, a lot of people lazy um and again you know that's just again just how i feel about it i mean because
1: because we have so many
3: opportunities to do what we want to do I mean think about it you know you chose to become a vegan uh, and you know we can do that whereas if that wasn't available to you in a socialist economy then you know you got to do whatever it is that they say take whatever it is that they say so you know I'm you know like I can say that I 100% disagree with some of the platform that it stands on but uh, for me capitalism is the way to go.
1: Yahoo! Marilyn <laughs> Marilyn what is uh what is god consciousness when you go through the plains is that conversation ever just brought up with you from spirit or wherever whoever's talking to you about hey you know this is you got it this is the way to go or that's the way to go kind of thing or is there is there any conversations you get when you're traveling?
0: Um well I, I'm definitely with Sarge on this. Um, you know, I think that with, uh, you know, if you're ignorant of your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Um, at the Out-of-body Travel Foundation, we're currently supporting a family in Venezuela and have been for almost a year. And we've seen the results of socialist countries. It started with Italy and Mussolini. Um, my mother was from Germany, and we saw what happened with Hitler. We saw what happened with Venezuela. We've seen it in many other countries. We know that socialism, and Sarge made a lot of the points, um, so I'll just pass on, you know, repeating what he said, but I agree with that. Um, There are a lot of um, things that are being proposed that in the mystical realms would be considered going backwards, um, so we have to look at what is the purpose of our existence. Here, we have to empower people to become more fruitful rather than less fruitful. We don't want to um, take away. You know, everything here is about energy. So, as a human being, when we are rediscovering our path, and um, when you were mentioning talking to talking to James about the purpose of of becoming aware of that ascension pathway. A lot of it has to do with this um, the way the energy shifts and the, the way the energy becomes conscious. It changes the actual molecular structure of the spirit and makes things more possible. So we have to be aware of how life is either moving towards more life or life is moving away from life, and Sarge is talking about what he's seen in these other countries that moves away from life and how that is a destruct cycle. You can't win with a destruct cycle. So, we have to look at the ideas that we propose and uh, look at them, you know, one each and look at each one of them very carefully because uh, many of the ideas that go into socialism are uh, removing the importance of some of the actual qualities, spiritual qualities,
1: that we incarnate here to attain. So you think it, and, in fact, in, in essence, what, are you are you saying that it almost deadens people's souls?
0: Yes, it can, it yeah. can. And, and it, I'm definitely seeing that in Venezuela with, you know, and we've been supporting this family for a year. I, I've known this uh, family since about 2003. They are members of the foundation, that's how I know of them. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, The particular member, Gustavo, shared with me the whole journey from 2003 as to how Venezuela went down the the perpetual rabbit hole so to speak.
2: Fast too, so very fast. We, we, mm-hmm.
0: we were Well yep. I mean but yeah we, I've seen this through you know since 2003 till now and seen how the cycle just keeps going. When you have any kind of socialism first of all you do remove the incentive for people to do better. You're talking about redistributing um, the the hard work of of others to people who May not want to do anything at all. It doesn't mean we don't take care of our people or be people who have disabilities and people. It's that we, we you know we were the the country of America was blessed because it was blessed upon democracy. Where do
1: you where do you see that, James? When you when you hear that when you hear that feedback. And uh, by any means was, you know, just their own opinions, obviously, and take what you want and throw the rest away. When you hear it from that perspective, does that give you any type of thing or do you still feel like, hey, this is still a good thing from here? And again, if it is for you, that's great.
4: Oh, no, it's um, I think the interpretations of it have been unfortunate. We've noted that. But I believe that people in this world who have abundance, who can create abundance, should help others who cannot do that in the same way. So, do you? I am not. So
1: yeah, you go. No, it's okay. Do you think that? Do you think that from the perspective, so people who can create a button should help people? No, and I and I agree with you. They're 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 definitely. I mean, I think at every at some level, everybody should, from your heart, be humanitarian. But however, though, with that being said, do you think it should be required just because someone? created abundance that they should do that or should that just you know just be like hey that's from my heart I mean because aren't we all given realistically you know from a spiritual standpoint aren't we all given the same chance
4: I think that's um, up to debate uh, because some of us I but it's you know you can observe in like the upper class there's a lot of drug problems a lot of alcohol problems and personally in my incarnation in this density, I, I believe that we choose the density and the reality we go into. So I'm very grateful for everything I have. And I try to share as much as I possibly can at all times, but maybe rephrase your question.
1: So let me remember my question. First of all, (laughs) I got to figure that. All right. So I think what I was going with this is that, do you think just because someone has created a lot of wealth, That they're
2: required. uh,
1: That that they should be required to take care of other people. Now, yes, granted, I think it is the right moral thing to do if you can help somebody if they're starving or, or families and... You know, as Marilyn said, you know they're working with people from Maryland's, Venezuela, helping them right now. I think that's a great, heartfelt thing. But should they be required? Should it be a law that says, okay, you made X amount of money, you created the American dream, and you won your, you got your thing, and you, you got, got your, your lottery, you ticket. got your lottery ticket. Now go ahead and go ahead and distribute it out. Do you think that should be a requirement, or can that? Yes, be can, you, I do
4: support a wealth tax. I do you, support a wealth
1: tax. You do. So, so I can I ask you from this perspective then? So, wherein lies the? the thought process of the american dream if there's a wealth tax. so for example you have you and by the grace of your dna activation you know you get a billion dollars you know from somebody and then you know somebody else gets uh, you know five dollars should you and but you were given the same chance but you somehow got connected to that you still feel that you would be obligated to do that give and, away 70 percent. give away an abundance of what you created
4: Yes, I believe that due to the resource situation on uh, planet Earth, I believe that people who have created great amounts of wealth should distribute it to help others who don't have the same uh, level of opportunity or the same level of education or the same level of uh, lifestyle.
0: Well, uh, and if I may just jump in. Well, go ahead. Uh, I would just and jump you, in. That, go ahead, that- the the idea of doing it in that manner supersedes free will we have a lot of people who have generated great wealth you know bill and melinda gates will be one of those examples and if you allow people to come from their own altruistic sense you are making the value of what they are able to do with that because people who are able to generate it in the first place are able to generate even more creative ways of distributing it if bill and melinda gates have to just tax it all give it to the government there's not going to be all of the amazing programs that they've created worldwide and so that's you know one of the reasons why we, we want to leave free will to God oh,
1: okay.
3: and,
0: and then, allow the creativity that is given to these people to manage. If you just give it to the government, then, then yeah. you know, then that's the that. Education Foundation, all of the things they've done in Africa, that they won't be happening. All right,
1: hey, listen, guys, we're, we're coming down the home stretch of the show. Sarge, I know you wanted to make a comment there, and I want to give James mm-hmm. a chance to let everybody know where yeah. they can find him.
3: Absolutely. So, just a little short comment, you know, in reference to to all of that, is it's the old adage, you know, teach a man a fish and he'll be able to eat forever. Um, and and so to teach them how to do it, and then they use their effort to actually gain wealth is far better than just giving them the wealth.
4: Mm. Mm.
0: Well, and that doesn't supersede. I don't think Sarge is saying that we shouldn't allow for and continue to have the programs or have things for people who are not able to do that. Okay. Okay. I don't think he's saying that. I think he's saying that and ironically, right. I think most people would prefer to be able. And so that that's the way Bill and Melinda Gates did it with their education foundations. They went all around the country and found some of the greatest teachers and they empowered them to do awesome our, things our, our, in ha- our public ha- school system. Okay,
1: hang tight here. We got, we got a few seconds left on the show. Sorry, we're getting we're our producer jumping in. James, I want to give you an opportunity, please, to let everybody know where they can find you, where they can buy all your stuff and you know, load up on everything you're selling here, man.
4: I appreciate that. Thank you. So I am James H. Witter, W-I-D-D as in door, E-R. You can find me on social media. Any outlet you want to connect with me, I welcome it. And then I also have a web art website for my creativity. Uh, jameswitterart.wordpress.com
1: all right right on everybody that was James Witter thank you very much James I enjoyed the conversation Marilyn thank you for your input that was awesome for both of you and really enjoyed our guest today absolutely and you know so don't forget everybody can find us on BBS Radio Live every Wednesday at 2pm and of course here on Anchor FM forward slash spiritually raw and make sure you follow us on Facebook at spiritually raw can you please start taking this one over yes (laughs) oh my god
2: on the the next round I will there you go Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you so much. We had such an enlightening conversation. And remember, tune in often. Tell all your friends. And most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Many blessings.